0: Gamers and welcome to the Startcast, presented to you by Press Start Australia. I am your host, Jake Barros, and on the show this week, I am joined by my fellow gamers, Brody, hello, and Matthew, hello. Happy New Year, guys! Uh, I know we had a podcast last week, but this is the first time I've been back. Is Matt you were on last week? Yeah, I was. Oh well, me and Brody That's getting right. back into the swing of things,
1: shake off the rust
0: yeah yeah you guys had a good holiday and whatnot
1: what's a holiday uh oh yeah you were working the whole time weren't you mate pretty much
0: oh that sucks no rest for the wicked what about you matt
2: yeah i had a good two weeks off and got back into gaming which is really good you know so just rub that into Brody just a little bit
1: mutt (laughs) yeah you roach
0: Well, um, I thought maybe to uh, just jump back into the uh, normal program of our podcast that we might start off with a bit of a games releasing this week and get the, the gaming year underway. Um, I don't know if you guys have actually read this article yet. You can follow along, obviously, at our, our website pressstart.com.au. But we do have a few games coming out this week. Things like Lost Fear on PS4 and Switch, The Inpatient on PlayStation VR, Rocket League Collection uh, Collector's Edition on Nintendo Switch, as well as Dragon Ball Z, uh, not Dragon Ball, no, no Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Sorry. Uh, on PS4 and Xbox One, as well as Monster Hunter World on the same ones as well. Matthew, you actually got a chance to play a little bit of Monster Hunter, didn't you? Yeah,
2: I did. Um, as of the time this uh, this podcast releases, uh, my review will be hit on the site. So, uh, yeah, it was actually um first, first proper Monster Hunter game. Like I've played a Monster Hunter game before, but it was Monster Hunter Stories, which was mm-hmm. apparently nothing like any of the others. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got into it and it was uh, uh, a lot of fun actually. Um, I found myself wanting to go back and back and play it again and again and again. So, it was really good. Um, just nice. it- just as a side note though, um, I did see a tweet from uh, Bondi Namco today. Uh, the actual title for the Dragon Ball game is Dragon Ball Fighters. It's not. Fighters. Yeah, you're not supposed Why to Why did they capitalize the Z? The Z? Because um, it's cool. Because it's Dragon Ball Z, but it's you know,
1: yeah. that's
0: just silly. So. It, like I would like just just leave it not as a capital, and we would have got the reason why they use a Z, you know. But anyway, that's fun, Brody. You're gonna you're gonna jump into Dragon Ball, aren't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: I am indeed. It Are you excited in, for it? In, in my lap today, so I'm very keen to get into it. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited. I'm not really like i don't play a lot of fighting games but um i hear that uh i think it's uh, is it arc systems something the developers no idea. Matt, matt might know i don't know they, they do like guilty gear and stuff like that and i hear that they are uh, they're actually quite quite good at uh making a fighting game and i'm a big fan of dragon ball z so mm. hopefully when the two shall meet it the, shall um, be a treat
0: the illustration style seems quite good i it's have seen a couple of trailers yeah, it,
1: it looks so close to like the tv show it's crazy yeah,
0: absolutely like it's mm. very very cool so will, hopefully you have the fun the
1: only thing i'm a bit upset about uh, moving aside from dragon ball z is that mm. the impatient is coming out this week and i was really hyped up for that game being set in like the uh, until dawn universe but <clears throat> based on the review we've got up it's a little bit of a disappointment
0: Oh really? I haven't actually seen anything about it, so I have no idea what the hell it even is.
1: Yeah, but I think it's just like a VR game where you like wander around like an asylum, essentially. Like the uh the Until Dawn Asylum. But um right. yeah, apparently it lacks lacks any kind of scares, which is not what you want.
0: Ah. Maybe it's just more like a psychological thriller where you think something's gonna happen but it never does.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> possibly.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just trying to put a good word in for it, you know? Check me out. Um, a game that I'm always excited for, a little bit of Rocket League. Haven't played it in a while with match. Matthew Keeps reminding me yeah, Well, apparently you, I can't talk about the game without playing it anymore. You
2: guys keep tagging me in things saying we should get a team together, we should get a team together, but I've seen you guys play recently and you're pretty <laughs> rusty.
0: Mate, I'm always awesome, so I don't know who you've been watching playing, but it ain't me. But um, speech, uh, speaking of getting a game, uh, team together... Uh, There is a massive Rocket League prize pool coming along, so you should actually grab your mates and uh, listen in on this. We've got a Throwdown Esport has today announced that its Rocket League competition starting in February will have the largest prize pool that Australia has ever seen. There will be $100,000 in prize money to be won with $500,000 US to be won internationally for the winning team. So this means that throwdown will now have three leagues providing entry level players and seasoned veterans alike the chance to take their rocket league game to the next level. This is definitely in our uh, in our field boys. We should definitely jump on practice and win a buttload of cash. What do you think?
1: Well, I think this is my only chance to be rich. So I think it's it's got to happen. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> we're like the mighty ducks of rocket league yeah the cool runnings of rocket league
0: maybe the cool runnings yeah i'd
2: I'd say the cool runnings um having said that though like I, i remember back in the day when rocket league first came out and like we were all pretty terrible at it um and then like now i look at because it was really funny to see after christmas everyone getting a switch or a playstation or whatever and people getting rocket league for christmas and literally there was an influx of brand new players all over the place mm. and getting into matches with them and and cuz i'm technically ranked veteran but you know i don't count the ranks because i'm still crap um but like uh, seeing like the rookies and everything and all they do is consistently chase the ball the entire map. Like the <laughs> they they don't actively position themselves to try and, you know, defend or attack or anything. They literally spend the entire game just driving after the ball until they hit it um
0: <laughs> listen to you matthew you've really like you are on the next level with rocket league here you're talking strategy you're talking about the like, best positions.
1: you are riding that high horse
2: yeah so you know we'll we'll see you know I'd, I'd like to i'd like to actually enter the competition and just see like how bad i am compared to the rest of the people that enter the competition so fair enough
0: yeah fair enough well i am i am quite excited to uh have a go But, I mean, like you said, Matthew, we always say this. We always say, let's get a team together, and then we never do, and it never happens, and we let all this money slip through our fingers.
1: (laughs) All this easy money. Yeah, it's so easy money. So how (laughs) would it work, though? If if Matt's a veteran, technically, um, would he have to enter with the veterans, or would he be able to be entry-level with us? It's
2: basically, like, as I said, the tags don't mean anything. The tags just mean that I've played so much that, you know, my uh in-game, it's just time my, yeah my in-game exp has raised it to the level of veterans so it's basically sure. like you know when you play call of duty if you prestige and everything you might have played that long so that you prestige but mm. it doesn't
1: mean you're any good so is there like elo ranks and stuff like that or is it like is it like skill levels like how's it
2: no not really no,
1: no. it's just yeah i um, just wonder how they differentiate as all. Well.
0: well i tried to um i tried to get on the the website but it's it's not loading for me so well, you might have better luck by doing it yourself at prestart.com.au anyway
2: just with <laughs> just with that like now that you guys both are uh, switch owners it uh, yes. it means hmm. that you can buy the game on the switch and come play with me so
0: yeah i keep meaning to buy it actually yeah. i just haven't gotten gotten i do
1: need yet. a reason to turn on my switch <laughs> it's pretty good the
0: switch is pretty good. I
1: am it, is, it, it is. It is. It is pretty good. Speaking of reasons to uh, turn on the switch, Jake.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were taking over. Go on. He's giving you a segue,
1: damn it. uh, I was giving you the segue. I I could never (laughs) take over hosting duties.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, well, this has just come to my head, but, you know, talking about the Switch guys and reasons to play it, (laughs) how about the brand new reason uh, that is Nintendo, is it Labo? 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 Labo?
1: I think it's Nintendo Labia.
2: Whoa. Whoa. There are (laughs) children listening, man. You can't do that. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh, Brody. Brody, Brody, Brody. Yeah. Ooh. Let's just call it Let's just call it Nintendo Labo. Labo? No, <laughs> it doesn't.
1: Surely bad. it's Labo. Labo. Labo? I don't like know. you build things like in a lab. Labo. Labo.
0: Anyway, let's, let's have a chat about this Nintendo Labo Lab. <laughs> you almost said <laughs> it. I nearly said it, but hey, let's not keep saying it. Um, anyway, Nintendo has just lifted the lid on a brand new line of product that will bring kids onto the Nintendo Switch because apparently the Switch wasn't doing that already, Uh, it's a line of buildable products that you insert the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con into in order to create interactive experiences. So if, one, you haven't seen the video yet, you've obviously been living under a rock but you can go watch it on the website. There are a variety of, uh, I guess, different experiences and in in a way, like, it is pretty cool. If I was a kid, I'd be like, hands down, parents, get me a Switch right now because this stuff looks ad um, but there are quite a few I guess experiences that are coming I'm getting like massive reflux while talking at the same time anyway so the kind of games that we will be on here are things like uh, RC cars so essentially uh, there'll be like a remote control you'll use that uh, on the switch tablet uh, screen itself the joy-con will be attached to like a little cardboard thing and I'm guessing the vibration will help it kind of like move along you've got things like a fishing rod house motorbike piano as well uh, it is just like it's a crazy concept it's great for kids it's great i guess with the imagination and building and everything like that but matthew you're a, you're a, a bit of a nintendo fan what do you make of this
2: look when when it was announced like it copped some serious reaction um mm like I was amazed at the I was I was like I was amazed just at some of the reactions that um that people were giving was basically like it's not what I want blah blah and and I think we've reached a point in gaming culture where people need to understand that not everything is made specifically for you um yeah, exactly. you know so I lo- I looked at it and I thought look it's really cool um it's probably not something I'm going to pick up because I don't need it. I don't have the room for it. I don't need more cardboard sitting around my house. <laughs> um, but having said that, like as a kid, I always wanted, like, do you remember those Lego Mindstorms kits and all that? Where it's it was like, like you know, you it was like, yeah, you build the you build the the Lego and all that, but you can control it and you know yes. do crazy stuff. Basically, yeah, yeah. this looks a lot like that, sure. but with cardboard sure. and the Switch. Um, yeah. And I think that. Harnessing the power of the Switch for something that's something you, like you wouldn't e- you wouldn't even have thought of using a Switch for something like this, and I think that's just like it's unique and it's amazing because um, it's you know it's just something that that has I don't think it's really been done before. I mean, like you're watching some of the the videos and they've got like you know the little cardboard people with the Joy Cons attached to it, and you tap them to make them vibrate and move around, you know um it's like they had the you know the the was it the car or the tank where you 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 know use the vibrations to drive them along and everything so hmm. i think that it's just like a really a really unique thing and it'll get kids learning and i think uh, i think it's a good educational thing too so it'll be interesting
0: yeah i um it is kind of interesting to look at the designs and stuff like the the motorbike, piano, and fishing rod actually are quite intense. And like on the the promo video, you know, you you press a key on on the piano and it actually presses down and and the switch makes the sound and everything. And I think, I can't remember which one it was, but they showed inside one of the cardboard, uh, I guess, constructions, and there was a load of rubber bands and all kinds of things that make it work. So it does look... Like uh, you know, like you said with the the whole Lego thing, Matt. You know, it it does look like something like that where you know kids will take the time and have fun just with building it, let alone actually then utilizing a switch on it. Um, it is quite, uh, you know, I I think it, it, it very true of what you said. You know, most gamers these days are like, oh, you know, I don't like it. Why you you guys suck for bringing this out? But you know, we do forget that you know there is quite a large demographic of of gamers and it's it's from very young and and casual gamers to you know very old gamers as well so you know i, I think nintendo's definitely branched out in one a very interesting way but at the same time um definitely something that you know makes sense it would it would work for the demographic that they're targeting and if anything as well environmentally friendly so <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone, hey! But uh, Brody, you're, uh, you know, I'd say you're probably a, the bit of the the bad boy of the group of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I uh, I can see you riding this uh, this motorbike, Nintendo Labo. What do you what for, do you think? to sure. switch. You only know, if I can make a it?
1: cardboard leather jacket out of it. Well, to go to go with
0: my motorbike. The only thing holding back uh, yourself back, mate, is your creativity. So go wild. Yeah, of course of course Cool. (laughs) glad to know that you'll be doing that I will Um, there is a release date uh, for this it is April 20th um, which we should be seeing that as well apparently Shannon does say uh, April 20th on here for Australia as well with the variety kit and the robot kit Um, that's pretty brave you can go on head to
1: head with uh, something in particular
0: what's the other thing God of War Oh, is it? Yeah, same day. No, well, we'll get to and th- get to that in a sec. Rip um, God
1: of War, huh. Lebo is gonna kill it. You
0: could just become the God of War with your That's cardboard. Right native set yeah exactly right um anyway the robot kit will come out you create a wearable robot suit insert the left and right joy cons into the appropriate slots and basically take, uh, take control of your robot which is pretty damn cool and uh, the variety kit you get to create many different uh i guess types which I think includes the RC, the fishing rods in the house and everything that we've seen uh, there. So quite a variety of, of what you can do, prices being around about $99 for the variety kit and $120 for the robot kit as well. Um, but keep in mind, if you don't want to drop any money on this straight away, uh, there is or well, there will be a free offering of, of some printable cardboard designs as well. I don't know if exactly there will be uh, quite the same experience but at least maybe you might get a bit of a, a test run before you drop that kind of money on it for the uh, kids uh, definitely Matt then are you are you gonna buy are you gonna buy one or maybe at least just you know utilize the testing free designs
2: I'd probably utilize like the testing and stuff I'd, uh, yeah as I said like I, I don't need a lot of junk sitting around my house so yeah
0: yeah but think of those mad cardboard creations
2: yeah, but my cat will scratch them and destroy them.
0: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Now, like Brody said, we did get a release date for God of War, and it is April 20th, which uh, a lot of people were like, ooh, sooner than expected. I think Ewan uh, had mentioned at some point that he expected towards the end of this year, or at least the uh, over the over the hump. But April 20th, not too bad. Brody, are you going to jump in and grab God of War?
1: For sure. I, I can't say I've played too many God of War games. I mean, I yeah, me probably played at least half of the first one and then like the start of the third. I've sort of been all over the place. And then I was going to play, what's the most recent one? Ascension? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to play that, but then I heard it was garbage. So, um, I like that it's moving away from like all the Greek mythology and all that sort of stuff and sort of tackling a new... Mythology, uh, that, that does interest me a bit. And who doesn't like Kratos looking like a woodsman? I like it, it's yes. a fierce beard.
0: Yeah, it is a fierce beard. I think I'm like you. I haven't, um, I think I played the first one, maybe the second one. I don't know. Like, it was way back in the day when I was like borrowing games from Blockbuster, so like, I have no idea what ones I've tried, but it does look fairly, fairly good. Um, but I'm hoping it's, it's, um, you know, with the whole kind of path that they've taken with it, that it is a nice, I guess, uh, game to jump into if maybe you're not familiar too much with the whole God of War thing. Like, obviously there's going to be a bit of backstory there, but, um, I'm hoping it, it doesn't require too much of the previous ones. Um, cause mm-hmm. they haven't, they didn't, did they bring out like a remaster of the, Old ones or anything like that.
2: I think three had a remaster on PS4. Right. One and two. Yeah. One and two got a remaster on the PS3. Okay. Yeah, um, like a HD collection yeah, thing. Yeah, and then three got a, a
1: remaster on the PS4. Um, I'm surprised I think they
0: of, didn't do a like an Uncharted thing with this uh, then.
1: I think one of the PSP games even yeah. uh, had a remaster onto the PS3. You got to think Chance of, un- of Olympus maybe.
2: Uncharted was uh, a PS3 entirety. Whereas God of War's been yeah, out true. since the PS2, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm.
0: are you excited, Matt? Are you gonna grab this one?
2: Uh, I'm keen. Um, I'm definitely keen. I, I think my excitement for God of War's kind of like waned a little bit in the in the past few years, only because um, you know, like one and two came out and they were awesome, uh, and then three came out and three was amazing and it left it on such a cliffhanger, um, and then you know, like the the, uh, PSP iterations came out and they were pretty good. Like they weren't amazing, but of course, like it's, it's, how do you dumb down, you know, God of war for a, a lesser console. Um, and then Ascension came out and Ascension was kind of a disappointment to be honest. Um, like the online gameplay was fun. Um, you know, but that was also a bit more of an afterthought rather than a, you know, an intensive kind of online thing and Mm. i think in the end yeah like the story of ascension was just like it was just they made it for the sake of making it um so yeah i don't know like i'm i'm keen to see what they do with it because it's a it's a re you know it's a soft reboot kind of thing it's still in the same Mm. world um but we're starting the story kind of like brand new so you know hopefully it's accessible for you know newer people as well um you know those who haven't played the the trilogy but um yeah like you know i'm i'm not sort of like i don't know maybe three four years ago maybe even longer i would have been jumping out of my skin to get it but now i'm just like yeah no we'll we'll get it when it comes out so yeah yeah
0: i think it, it i think it definitely is probably going to be one to one to grab this year i think it's going to be one of those top games that everyone's like oh, god of
1: war great game 2018 it looks super good like graphically yeah, yeah it does It's amazing
0: Um, with the announcement of the release date they did drop a new story trailer as well so once again another video to go watch on our website Um, Ewan does warn though that it does reveal a lot about the story so be warned there might be a few spoilers in there but if you're just keen to see something new from God of War before it's release, definitely give that a watch I know I will be Um, but let's move on he's not technically a God of War but he's uh, definitely just as muscly John Cena uh, is possibly going on a new adventure, and that new adventure is that he may star as, uh, or I don't know, as Duke Nukem, but you know, possibly in the Duke Nukem movie, which I would, you know, highly think that he would be Duke Nukem. Um, but anyway Variety is reporting that John Cena uh, may be set to star in the big screen adaption of Duke Nukem. Uh it's also reported that Platinum Dunes which is a production company run by Michael Bay Andrew Form and Brad Fuller will produce the movie which must make you so proud Matthew that Michael Bay is having a go at a at a video game movie right
2: oh yeah uh, didn't he I feel like he already tried that but I don't know no, no, I'm probably I mean, wrong, it, it, but look, I, uh, yeah,
0: it would it would work well for blowing stuff up. I was gonna say, didn't he do Battleship?
2: But then uh, that was someone else. Oh my god, he would, well, didn't he? Did no, he?
0: Wasn't that Michael Bay?
2: I can't remember. But even then, that's the it's, one with Rihanna or something. Yes, yeah, it's wasn't it? not a video game; it's a like a board game. But still, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It, look, I I personally don't have high hopes for it anyway because it was it was really funny, you know, like when Duke Nukem Forever was, uh, re you know, that it was still coming out. Um, and then when it actually came out, like at the first play, it was like really fun and everything, but then after a while you realize exactly how dated it is. Um, mm. like, you know, the, the themes, the attitudes, everything that happens in Duke Nukem is specifically <clears throat> like nineties based. And I don't know if it's still relevant anymore. Like, you know, like it's if if you're gonna do it a pastiche of the '90s, then you know it might work. But if you're gonna do it just like, as in what Duke was in the '90s, like, and yeah, keep it as in, as if that was still the case,
1: try and pull it off seriously. Yeah, yeah.
2: then it's just not gonna work because I mean, like, you know, he's a he's a womanizer. He's like he makes jokes about sort of minorities and and this and that and everything else. And I'm not saying it was okay back then, but I'm saying that it was, you know less focused on back then whereas now you know nowadays like yes we've become a little more sort of pc but at the same time it's just that that's
1: we've realized that that's not funny anymore you know Mm. um and like john cena's like such a squeaky clean dude like he's like he's a genuinely like nice guy like he's a humanitarian like philanthropist and all that sort of stuff and i just can't see him like slapping a stripper on the ass and like shoving like a ten into her thong, like it, like <laughs> like that's not him. Yeah. Like I just, it's just weird casting. Like if he's gonna be Duke Nukem, it's not right. I think. Like I, mean, I, I I'd, I'd much rather like a washed-up Duke Nukem movie with like Dolph Lundgren or something like that. Like that, I'd get behind. Yeah. But like John Cena is just, it's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm trying to think of like what it will be like in my head and i'm just like it doesn't matter what i come up with i'm still like it's definitely a movie that i'm probably just gonna be like nah i'm like, not even going to bother
1: all roads point to shit like it's not <laughs> gonna be good like i don't yeah. even see what they could get out of this unless it's costing like a buck 50 and a and a hot lunch to like make like they're gonna surely it's gonna bomb and lose money it's got to yeah, but, I, I look, know. I,
2: I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it off entirely, but I'm just like that. Yeah, personally, I think that if you're not updating it for modern audiences, like it could still work. I mean, like you can do a whole other bunch of humor, but you know, maybe who knows? Maybe like considering they're looking at John Cena, maybe they're gonna like bring him into the 21st century, and it's gonna be like you know, Duke Nukem wakes up in the 21st century, and it turns out that it turns out that, you know the the person he was in the nineties isn't the person he should be now he's like
1: you know totally out of date so yeah see that'd be good because that's that's a piss take of Duke Nukem yeah whereas that's how they have to play it if they try to play it seriously like Duke Nukem being the hero and all that sort of stuff it's not going to be good yeah they should just cast John Cena in a Last Action Hero reboot just do that Uh, I'll watch that no can we not remake Last Action Hero
2: thank you very much
1: it would not be right it would not work they're remaking everything.
2: Get behind it. Last Action Hero would not work in modern day because it's too meta for its own time, and it's it's a it's a period piece. So,
1: yes. Well, <laughs> I uh, I concede. <laughs> what can I say? The um
0: the whole. Thing you were saying, Matt, about like, oh, maybe he'll like wake up in the 21st century and blah 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 blah. It reminds me of that. What was that movie, the Brendan Fraser one? Encino um, Man. Was it Encino Man? No, it was that was the one where he's a caveman, right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't there one where he like lives in a bunker or something, and then?
2: Oh, uh, Blast from the Past.
0: Blast from the past. Great movie.
2: I literally realized that there's <laughs> there's two Brendan Fraser movies where he was from the past and now he's in the future.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then kind of George of the Jungle's a little bit like that as yeah. well.
1: He's always like a Neanderthal. He's just good at playing a fish out of water. I uh,
0: miss Brendan whatever. Fraser. Yeah,
1: whatever happened to that dude? I miss yeah, him. He got struggling. fat. Wow. Anyway.
2: Ouch. Yeah. Ouch for Brendan Fraser. If you're listening to this, Brendan Brendan Fraser, Fraser. I'm sorry. Please
1: come back. (laughs) We miss you.
0: Yeah, we'll have you as a guest on the podcast. We'll do wonders for your career.
1: Be in the... Make another Mummy, please.
0: Nah, sorry. Tom Cruise took that.
1: Nah, I'd still rather a new Brendan Fraser one. Where he just rolls back and, you know, Imhotep is back or whatever his name was. How about about they
2: remake, like, the Mummy where, like, Tom Cruise is in it, but then, like, Brendan Fraser has to save him.
1: Oh, because, combine the
2: franchises. Yeah, because um, Tom. Cruise Th- that would be meta. Tom Cruise's mummy is like crap. So,
1: what'd you say? Cool. Oh, <laughs> for some reason, I thought you actually meant his mother. I was like, what are you? What are you? Yeah, what, Tom Cruise's you your mother's the... crap. So, Brendan like, Fraser, you slagging Brendan,
2: off the woman? Brendan, Brendan Fraser is gonna save Tom Cruise from his mother.
1: So, now that's a movie. Yeah, green light that, Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah
0: that sounds so good um something else that sounded really good when it first came out but ended up or apparently not not so good was uh nintendo's miitomo game because that's actually closing down on on may 9th after two years jake so, with the segues i know that's a it's a bit sad i you know first game that came out from nintendo on the smartphone we all jumped on i remember visiting your little house matthew and chatting to you and answering your questions or whatever that game was about
2: <laughs> yeah so uh
0: yeah anyway they they released a statement it said also with the termination of the service we closed the sale of uh mitomo coin at 10 a.m on thursday january 25th thursday which uh, is actually as we record this, uh, in the future we plan to offer Mitomo coins and game tickets as a login bonus, so that you can enjoy shop and Atoshi Me until the end of the service. Now, uh, I'm not too sad about Mitomo closing because, I mean, I, uh, well, I don't know, I didn't touch that thing like after two weeks of playing it, but it does beg the question of like, well, what does this mean for that whole uh, vision of Nintendo Smart? smartphone gaming kind of uh pathway that they were entering do you think that it's a it's a bit of a sign of what will come matthew
2: look i i thought Tom was fun when it first came out like it was fun for about a week maybe two i think i played it a little longer than everyone else because my favorite part was just answering the questions in stupid ways um <laughs> you know like the responses that, that some people gave on those questions were absolutely ridiculous but also quite hilarious so that you know like it was it was kind of like fart jokes are still funny i'm gonna make fart (laughs) jokes here so you know it, it you know it appealed to that 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 part of my sense of humor so i really i really liked it um but i found that there just wasn't enough to keep me going back after about a week or two um you know like people would use it and then they stopped using it and like i played I played Tom and Dachi Life on the 3DS, and it was actually quite similar to Tom and Dachi Life, but with real people rather than with, um, you know, uh, digital characters that you created. So, mm-hmm. I think it, you know, like the the um, the novelty wore off. Like they clearly took the same sort of thing from uh, Tamanachi Life and tried to bring it into reality. And it worked briefly, but there just... Well, yeah, there wasn't enough to do. I mean, like, you'd go and get vouchers and play games and get outfits and stuff like that. But other than that, there just wasn't that all that much to do. And I found that you'd log in, you'd do a couple of things, and then you'd log out, and then you wouldn't touch a game for a couple of days. And you'd go back to see people answering questions, and then you'd log out, and you wouldn't touch it again for another three days. So, um... Yeah, like I think it was a good trial for Nintendo, um, but I don't think that you know it was gonna last forever either way. So,
0: do you think Brody, like now that you've got a Switch and you've you've yeah. entered the Nintendo world a, a little bit more, do you I'm think that the, yep. they should? No, that's okay, Matt. <laughs> do you think that they should? Um, you know, really just look at bringing, like, a full Nintendo game onto mobile. Like, you know, it, it's not essentially something that's on the Switch, but, you know, why not bring their retro games to mobile and not, not these, like, specifically made, like, tap the screen to jump and or, you know, have an avatar kind of stuff, like an actual Nintendo game. Do you reckon that they should do that? Do you reckon that it will do better? Like, what's your thoughts?
1: Um... I don't know if they do would do better. I mean, we can't even get Nintendo to bring, like, Virtual Console to the Switch yet. so true. Like, they're very lax as far as all this sort of thing goes. As best I can tell. As you said, I'm still new to Nintendo, so I don't know what their deal is. But I know they're, like... They're not real big on emulation either, so... Um, look, they- I'm sure they would do better, but... Again, even old games like that... Like, I think I've played, like, a Zelda game on a phone before... And I I, I never like playing games on phones just because I've always found the controls to be really janky unless it is just like one of those tap sort of games, um like any game that makes me put my f- thumbs on the screen to control something it it, it irks me. It's just not you. Yeah, it's it's not my it's not my bag. Fair enough, fair enough. Hmm. And uh, what I don't know, weighing on weighing in on this me Tomo thing, Uh I don't even know what it is. Like,
0: well, I mean, you have until May ninth. I think you could still download it, so you could go wild.
1: I could go buck wild, couldn't I?
0: Um, to s- sum it up for you, you make a little me, mm-hmm. and then you answer questions, and then Oof. you can go to other people's houses
1: and answer questions, and that's about it. Well, that sounds phenomenal.
0: It. it I was. don't understand.
1: I don't understand how it's closing. Me either.
0: It's Man. like Habo Hotel, but with Nintendo. Oh things. my god, Habo Hotel, greatest time waster in the world. <laughs> I um, yeah. that's I still always, going, I think. Yeah, I think it is. I I used to like make my little guy like a um a Jedi and stuff, and then go into like the, the Jedi rooms and things like Ooh, that.
1: Ooh, you would um, have been you would have been all that in a bag of chips.
0: Yeah, but my dad was like, because he's an IT manager, so like growing up, he was very like don't go on the internet or don't play games on the internet. There's weird people and things like that. So I'd always like have Matt. to... Pl- yeah, exactly like Matt. But uh, I always had to play Habo Hotel when, like, he wasn't around or, like... Or like, like Black, do a, black, black Market Habo
1: Hotel. Yeah,
0: well, I always thought, like, if I ever spoke to someone, like, properly on Habo Hotel, that, you know, they'd be things that happened that dad didn't want so I was like okay. I was just so wary and cautious of um or, playing games. Or online. it could have
1: even could have even been your dad on Habba Hotel, <laughs> Trying to like catch you out.
0: Yeah, good of it, which would have been very weird but
1: Are there any yeah. jakes in here?
0: No. That, that's not me. But strange <laughs> fact, like I like even like, you know, playing COD and stuff online, I didn't I didn't really do that until like I was a teenager and I knew that like that stuff was fine and that Mm. was just kind of like scaring me kind of thing well really i think
1: i think more parents should probably be like that like having heard some of the 13 year olds and 12 year olds yelling at people on call of duty (laughs) yeah that's true. out of control
0: anyway that took a very weird um segue Mm. but anyway that's um that's it that's all we've got anyone else want to that that is it no one else has got anything to uh, add look just going back to that Nintendo thing I just want to say oh, so no absolutely man um,
2: no I think I think that um, one of the things one of the things that uh, I think Nintendo is slowly hopefully realizing Nintendo have been really good at like actually understanding their fan base just that little bit more these days um, mm. and I think that Nintendo are finally understanding that like yes they um, you know they can make things, for a mobile audience but they've barely got the switch system right you know like everyone is asking for an inbuilt sort of communications thing rather than having to use a mobile app to communicate with people on a console Mm. um i think that you know everything that nintendo does regarding um you know mobile apps is helpful for them to understand their fan base just that little bit more each time so like you know with with me, with mitomo you could actually like that's how you could find switch friends i you know would say that you went in and it would be like you know this person you know because they're on mitomo because you've linked your mitomo to your you know my nintendo account and you can add people that way you know so that was like how i found a couple of people rather than having to issue out a friend code or whatever you know um, mm. so I think slowly, but surely they're, they're understanding how this interconnectivity works and it'll lead to bigger and better things. You know, like you, you know, yes, you do miss out on me, Tomo. And I wouldn't be surprised if like, eventually like, is anyone still playing the animal crossing game that they released? I no,
0: no idea. It did go wild when we posted it. So
2: yeah, but so um, did like me, Mi- me, Mi- Tomo went you know, went crazy and then died off. And then, like, Animal Crossing, I think it's got a little bit more of a following, but I don't yeah. think it's, you know, I think it's also gone pretty quiet. So, um, but, I like, again, it's another one of those things where they can understand that, you know, how connected people are using that compared to how connected people are using the Switch and using, like, the, you know, the Nintendo Switch companion app. Um, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing for them, and hopefully it helps them, realize that you know people want certain things that work better than what they're trying to offer so
0: Mm. some of their options do blow my mind like the whole friend request stuff like why there's even such a thing as like friend codes I have no idea especially with every other kind of system having such an easier way to find people and maybe that's the whole point right you know so it's not easy to track people down so things are a little bit secure but who knows but then the other thing that, like, blows my mind with the Switch is that, like, why not Bluetooth headphones? Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, that's just the yeah, little two cents I'm going to throw into that. But that's <laughs> about it. We're all done. Matthew, you're good?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good.
0: Brody, you're good?
1: Um great.
0: <laughs> well, I guess that wraps up. This episode of the Startcast. So thank you everyone for listening. Obviously, if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. But we always go, hey, why not subscribe to us on iTunes or better yet, Podcast One. You can find us there uh, by typing in the Startcast. Also, you can join the conversation by hitting us up on our social media at PressStartAU. You can always uh, let us know what you'd love to hear on the podcast as well as any topics that you'd love us to chat about um obviously facebook instagram twitter other social media platforms that we are also on but you can find us at press.au i've been your host jake barras you can look me up on instagram or twitter at underscore jake barras and joining me today was none other than brody
1: thank you uh you can find me on most socials at brody underscore dg and if you do Recommend me some good TV shows because I am running out of things to watch.
0: I, w- Thank you. I thought I had one in my head, but then I was like, I'm struggling to find TV shows at the moment as well. But yeah. anyway, I'll hit you up on your socials if I think of one. Thanks. No problem, man. And we've also been joined by
2: Matthew. Yo, you can find me on socials. I've got two different ones. Um,. <laughs>
0: It's Matthew, 2018, man. This Matthew, is the
2: year you you combine them. Nah, unify. Nah, um, I'm I'm all about brand separation here, um, because <laughs> my my Instagram, I like you know constructive criticism, whereas my Twitter, I'll just take you know anything that gets fired at me. So, but like, can,
0: the separation comes because they're two different platforms. That's
2: that's my that's the reason I do separate them. So I don't like having <laughs> everything in one place. So. Anyway, you can find me on Instagram at Matthew VZ, or you can find me at Twitter at MVZMari. Um, feel free to let me know what you think of my Monster Hunter review cuz like I've been reading some others and and you know the the criticism is interesting. So let's have a chat. Wow. So, and yeah. um is 2018 the year Matthew
0: that you give up the fighting on social media or
1: never?
2: Oh hey, I'm always up for a fight, like I don't mind, but like <laughs> no one's really like wanted to fight me, so you know, like yeah. I'll just take it as it comes, so
0: it's either um it's either two things. One, you're intimidating and they don't even want to try fight you, or two, they're like, eh, I can't even be bothered doing that.
1: I'm pretty
2: sure they so. just don't care. It's just like pacifism, yeah. so
0: Yeah, true. But anyway, well thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening guys and uh yeah we'll uh we'll get back into these i think we need a little bit of practice but anyway 2018 is going to be a great year for gaming and uh we are all looking very forward to uh playing some more games and chatting with you guys all about them so we will see you or talk to you and you will hear us in the next podcast <laughs> so until then happy gaming
2: bye see you